If you fart on a plane, why would you do that? <laughs> I was taking a sip of my beer. Speaking um, of which. Speaking of which, I was hoping you were going to open up with this because let's get right the fuck into it, okay? I'm Skylar. I'm Sammy. Welcome to our podcast where sometimes we talk about witchcraft, spirituality, tarot, astrology, and sometimes we just giggle and talk about farts nonsense. Farts on a plane. Farts on a plane. <laughs> Not snakes on a plane, farts but on a farts plane. on a plane. That's our new That's our new movie. Okay. Can I tell? What's, can I can I tell this? Yes. Let's let's tell it together. Okay. Let's. We're gonna have to tell it together, actually. Okay. But I want to set. I want to set the tone. So you guys know. So you, know, you start telling the story yeah. as I say that. <laughs> Two no, no, fucking please. Mercury people no. like set, trying to set the mood. Okay. Um, we're in the airport, and. <sighs> I'm already kind of a little stressed. It's We're a beautiful day. Tired. Though. It's a beautiful day. We just had a wonderful last day of our vacation. We're headed to the airport. George tried to go to the airport earlier in the morning to change his flight. He couldn't. Um, he's trying to change it earlier uh, so that he could get home because he's already on his way right now to Florida. We'll get to that on another but on another time. His but. seat ends up getting separated from us because right. he tries to change his flight. Exactly. This plays into that later. That's a good point. That's a good point. So we all, we didn't really have assigned seats until we got to the gate. Um, and because George tried to change his flight and he couldn't, like Skylar said, he had a different seat. So <laughs> we were standing there and I was kind of being a little brat, like, no, Skylar, tra- uh, trade tickets with George so that I can sit next to George because I'm not going to see him for two weeks and I want to sit next to him. And then they were joking, yada, yada, yada. It was a thing. While Skylar and George and I had been sitting in a row of seats near our gate and our plane got delayed two hours. So we've been sitting there for a while. We have different seats. We're trying to hang out where our attitudes at this point are okay. Um, Skylar had got up to get snacks. Snacks! <laughs> snacks! Um, and... This girl sits down in his seat with like three bags and she takes this carry out to go box and sticks it in the seat in between George let and me ex- her. Let me explain what it yeah, was. Yeah, you go now. It was a triple decker onion ring sandwich. <laughs> like you, oh, it wasn't even an onion ring. It wasn't even battered onions. It was literally onions. like an onion sandwich. With like there were so many onions. Like you open it up, it looked like it wasn't a burger patty. It was only, like an onion. It was patty. an onion sandwich, and not only that, she had onion rings instead of fries. Right. This girl was onion. She was onion. She and was you know large what, and do in your, charge, do which is okay. Your yes. thing, woman. Eat your onion sandwich. Yes. The speaking of which podcast is pro onion sandwich. We're Let- pro food in general. Like live your life. Here's where it gets a little dicey. Okay. Pun intended. Right before a five hour plane ride in an enclosed space is a triple decker onion ring sandwich girl right the best idea no it's it's not it's not at least she didn't eat it on the plane yes but here's what happened so we're sitting down skylar comes back and the girl's got her seat her onion sandwich in between george and her the onion sandwich took up the entire seat yeah and so george turns to her and says politely (laughs) enough hey do you mind uh you know taking that so that my friend can sit back down in his seat and she proceeds to get real pissy. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, it, she said something like, oh, oh it's well, kind just of have in, the yeah, whole row. Yeah, she's like, that's kind of inconvenient. Like, I can't really move all my stuff. And so George turns to her and says, like, you don't have to move all your stuff. Just if he just, just the onion just, sandwich. Just, just move your fucking onion sandwich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets all like offended that he even asked her to like slightly move her stuff so she just picks everything up and says you can just have the whole row and walks away and george was like all right well fuck you and we're not on the plane yet yeah we're just in we're just waiting at our this is just a random woman we We don't know anything about her like we still have two hours until our plane takes off so (laughs) (laughs) i can't i can't um 
So we're <laughs> laughing about it. We're kind of teasing her, like yeah. not at to her, but like we're all joking about the situation and stuff like that. And we're like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Someone's going to sit next to her on the plane, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It's going to stink. It's going to stink. <laughs> She's going to have onion farts, yada, yada, yada. And so we're joking on and off about this for like the, our whole time waiting. And then meanwhile, they finally call our plane that to board. Um, and so George is at the back of the line. Skylar and I are in the middle of the line. And I'm joking because the girl with the onion sandwich is two people ahead of us. And I'm like making jokes up because she's got like <laughs> butt wipes hanging out of the side <laughs> of her backpack. She's got like real thick Ugg boots on. And at this point, we're in Arizona. So I'm like, girl, your feet be sweaty with them onion feet. So I was joking with Skylar and we're giggling like little schoolgirls. I'm like, she's got butt wipes in her backpack. Her feet are gonna smell. She's gonna take her Ugg boots off on the airplane. You're gonna sit next to her. She's gonna have onion farts. I had to and listen to this for like five literally, minutes. Literally, I just would not stop doing that. I was dying that. on the inside. I hate when Samantha does that to me in public. <laughs> I love it so much. So we're walking up to the row and... Finally, at this point, Skylar had agreed to take the solo seat, and George and I were going to sit together. So we get to the plane. <laughs> we're by the way, gate not we're 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 loading nine, so it's uh -huh. literally the last with the last, we're the last the group. Plane. We're the poorest of poor. <laughs> So everybody's already on the plane. Maybe if more people were supporting the podcast, we could fly yeah, business class. Speaking of which, speaking if of you'd what? like to support the podcast, you can support if the podcast support for a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. If we had supporters, what uh, what happened next didn't what? have to happen. No, this this would not have happened. <laughs> Although I'm so glad it did. So we're walking on, and there's only like four of us left aboard. No, guys, Skylar. we're getting we're getting onto the plane. <laughs> We're getting onto the plane. There's two seats left on the plane. There's like two seats left on the there's plane. There's George. There's an empty seat next to George. Yeah. Where Samantha's going to sit. <laughs> and there's an empty seat next to Onion Woman. <laughs> we're walking up and literally I'm looking at like A, B, C, D, E. And then I look F, 5. And it's in the window seat right uh, no, next to first, Onion Girl. First I see the window seat. I'm like, yes, got the window seat. Yeah. And then... And then, I <laughs> and then my... My mind, like my eyes, you know, just looked to the side yeah. a little. And I was like, no, no fucking, fucking way. way. <laughs> <laughs> After I was like, I was like singing. She's going to take her Ugg boots off. I was like, this onion plane. woman is going to seek her revenge on us. Yeah. And so Skylar looks at me and I saw the actual <laughs> devastation in his eyes. It was not funny at the time. And he gives devastated. me his backpack because at this point, all of the front of the plane where he's sitting, all it's of full. the, it's all full. So I'm carrying my backpack on the back, his backpack on my front, and I have to walk all the way to the very last <laughs> row of the plane. And I am crying, laughing. <laughs> I am uncontrollably sob laughing and everybody on the plane looks at me when I walk by like I'm actually psychotic. Everyone looked so pissed. You know what? Sometimes when people are laughing and you like look at them and you don't even know what's funny, but like makes you laugh or makes you smile. Nobody thought that that was funny. No. I don't. I was like a hysterical child, like crying and laughing. And the more that I tried to hold it in, the funnier it got. So I get all the way to the last seat of the plane, and I. So, so Sammy's going towards the back, right? Yeah. And I look at her because she has to get up for me to get into my seat. <laughs> Right? So I look at her and she looks at me and she goes, Do you need me to get up? Really? I was like, Do you want me to Donkey Kong myself over you? <laughs> Would you like me to Do you want me to straddle like you? Yeah. <laughs> Onion Woman? No. I so know what rude. your business is. And I don't so want to straddle you. So she's like, <sighs> So she gets up and I get into my seat. <laughs> and everything's fine. We're about an hour into the flight. When I, when I hear Wait. this, when I hear this, adjusting. Oh no. Ew. And I was like, oh, that can't be good. That is and then it was like someone was cutting an onion. Really? In front of me and wafting it under my nose. Oh Pure my God. onion. That is so 
farts. So nasty. Okay, right so right into my nose. George just happened to be behind us, right? So I was headed to the back. Literally, we were like the last few people to board the plane, like we said. So Skylar's now in his seat in the front. I'm headed all the way to the back fucking row. And I am sobbing, laughing, crying so hard. Like, and George is has now, I can see, has now passed Skylar and realizes that he actually is sitting next to Onion Girl. And when he sees me crying, laughing, George starts cracking up and like laughing really hard. So everyone's watching him, and when I see him laughing, I start laughing harder. The flight attendants came over to me and asked me if I was okay. <laughs> because I couldn't stop laughing. And then he said, I explained it to him, and he says, do you want me to go over to him and tell him that there might be sandwiches provided on the plane if he's interested? And I said, no, he'll be mortified. No, but he yes, should have come it. over and been like, will you be having the onion today? Yeah, exactly. Um, so then he's like, you need to get it together because you're going to use up all your oxygen before we take off on the plane. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You're so right. Every like 20 minutes or so, I would remember and start laughing uncontrollably again. Like like guttural belly, like abs clenched laughing, <laughs> tears rolling down my face. And George would look at me and he wouldn't even get irritated. He just would start laughing too because he knew <laughs> that I was thinking about that three and a half hour plane ride of him now sitting next to her. And if I wouldn't have been a bitch and asked him to switch seats, he would have been back with me and George would have had to sit next to him. Oh my God, you guys. It was the funniest thing that's happened in a really long time. I'm, um, Remember some place like over Colorado when there was the lightning storm? Yeah. How cool was that? To it was see? cool. I've been in a few plane rides with um, thunderstorms. This this one had a bit. It was very low key. It wasn't it like was the lightning key. was striking the plane or anything. It was just visually stunning. It was, and because it would light up the ground a little bit. There wasn't so much turbulence. Like when I was in a really bad storm, we were on our way out to I one think of her it was cook Seattle. during turbulence. A cookie flew from her hand <laughs> into my lap. No. <laughs> no. I, oh, no. So I have this cookie in my lap. And we didn't exchange very many words. And so, like, it was so weird. Like, when it happened, it was quick. The cookie flies into my lap, and I handed it back to her. <laughs> Did she eat it? No. She, oh. she. You know how, like, sometimes when people awkwardly, like, leave one piece of food and a napkin on their tray, and yeah. you just stare at it, and you're like, come on! <laughs> Come on! Eat it! Because you know yeah. there's not much happening on a plane, so you kind of have to entertain yourself however <laughs> yeah. you can. So you like look at the cookie and you're like, please, just eat it. Yeah. I'm somewhat clean. Yeah. So what did you do on the plane ride there to entertain yourself? Oh, like when we got on the plane to Arizona? Yeah. What did I do to entertain myself? Oh, I sat next to Patty. Oh, that's right. Patty... Patty was, a- was an old woman who collects vintage cars and, oh, told me about, you know, ways to divide up my 401k, different ways I should invest my money, why I shouldn't worry about the stock market crashing, blah, blah, blah. I saw you doing your um, bullet journal. I was, yeah. And then I saw George sleeping. Yeah, George slept. I worked on March's calendar for my bullet journal, which actually was surprisingly easy I did have a few smudgy smudges, but then I just made, like, really bold lines after that. But, Mm. yeah, so I... Normally, I love to read or listen to music and, like, do, like, a crossword or do, like, a little sketchy sketch. And it's okay if it doesn't come out good. I'm just, like, you know, I like to pass the time with, like, reading. I, I do really good reading on planes normally. But I didn't really feel like reading on the way there. So that's why I did my bullet journal. But on the way back, I basically read the entirety of What the Fuck is Tarot on my Kindle. You finished Pretty it? Pretty good. I think I have like 15 pages left to okay, go. I and I thought it. about like reading it on the way home, but I was just like... At that point, I started to get worried because we were on our way home to put your car up on the tow. The tow and then George was like immediately leaving. Guys, and we didn't how Mercury Retrograde is this? Oh my God. We get home. And guys, I just bought a brand new tire. It's brand new. I spent good money on this tire. No, let's back up, actually. Can we back up before you say that? Let's just quickly go through. So we we find out that George has got to leave from the plane. So Mm -hmm. I take him to the airport early in the morning. 
Um, as soon as I drop him off, they found out, he found out that he can't change his flight at all because we had economy. So I went back to the house, picked up you guys, went back to go get him. We hung out a little bit and then we went to back to the airport. So he wanted to get an earlier flight and couldn't. Then we get to our flight and then our planes delayed two hours because Because of the brakes break. Like, yeah, breaking the brakes. Um, and then... Remember the lady at the terminal? I understand this is frustrating, but trust me, you want your plane to have brakes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like... Ugh. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Fine. And then... I was like, we'll just Flintstone it, lady. Come on. Yeah. And then we get to our baggage claim, and there's a uh, baggage claim is delayed. So, uh, yeah. Baggage claims delayed, so we're waiting there extra time for our bags to come out after we've landed. Then uh, we missed the um, shuttle to take us back to where our car was parked. However, we didn't have to wait too long, but it did feel like nothing was going right. Mm. Then we drive... Oh, we're about to drive home, and the guy in the He's parking like, lot says, the way, by the way, all the highways in Detroit, Michigan are shut down tonight. Yeah, and we're like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> we're like, and he goes, not only do I need to take that to get home, I immediately have to take it back on to go down to Florida. And then all of a sudden, they're like, all, there was they nothing wrong. Like, it, they were just all open. So How we get that? home, um, and we're trying to load Skylar's car onto the trailer, and he mysteriously has two flat tires. On both, and both of those tires are new. Yeah. But you just got them before... A week before we left, I got yeah. these. These are brand new tires, like 25,000 mile tires. Yeah. How, these tires are supposed to last for years. Yeah. Why are they flat? I don't know. It's almost like somebody came and flattened them. Yeah. It was Who? A- which one of you hates the podcast so much where you, tried, <laughs> you came for my tires? Hmm. Come on. I bet I know who it is. It's you, isn't it? Listening, it's you. It's, yeah, you, know you, it's you listener. You know it's you. There was something else that happened too. But anyways, it wasn't like a ton of stuff that was like, oh, mm-hmm. we can't handle this. But we had already traveled all that way. When you we travel really all day, tired. it just takes the smallest thing to break you. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> and then knowing that he was loading your car on that trailer and he blew up the air in the tire, but he wasn't certain whether or not it would hold the air. And it was one o'clock in the morning and he literally was, he got he in the car leave. and had to leave. And he's already going to be late to get to work mm-hmm. down in Florida to start work. So I was really stressed. I was really upset and just like over it. You know when it's one in the morning, I remember turning to George and I was like, if you need to abandon my car on the side of the road, just scrape the VIN number off. They'll never trace it back to me. Rip off the license plate, scrape off the VIN number, leave it. Yeah. I won't say a word. You don't say a word. No one will know anything. That's how done I was with that day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it was like the safety of him. Like he didn't Mm. sleep on the plane and then... Driving immediately 20 plus hours down, mm-hmm. towing another vehicle. Like, if he nods off at all, he's by himself. He's got another freaking vehicle strapped to him. Like, mm-hmm. it just was the way a lot. I was looking at the tow, and luckily the way that the tow is set up, it's very intuitive. It's not like a four-trailer tow where the back trailer swerves at all. No. It's very... Secure. I was very secure. Yeah, and I was. I saw that. I was really happy about that because I was worried that my car would just be sliding around in the back, yeah. kind of, like kind of barely hooked in. But no, it looked like... Yeah, it's... I it's learned good. about towing, basically. I'm so... And I was like, oh, wow. It, yeah. <laughs> um, and like, you know, people tow cars all the time. Yeah. So I don't know why I was worried. Like, there's a reason U-Haul sells them because... It's doable. Yeah. You know, you I've just never had to do it before, so. Me either, because most people have cars that they just drive. Yeah. Not me. So. You could drive your car, however, you didn't want to. You didn't think it would make it. It absolutely would make it. But now that that. we. we, It would make it. But the thing is, is that we realized it would be really. It would be cheaper, we figured, to to tow. For him to tow it. So. Mm -hmm. Either way, way, we saved $500. Either on gas or on me. 
getting a, one yeah, of those. Yeah, it ended up being a better scenario, but it at one o'clock in the morning after the delay in the flight and Onion Lady and, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the stuff, it was just <laughs> like, we're standing outside trying to put air in his tire while his car is up on a trailer knowing that George is going to leave. And it was just like a lot of mercury shit. A lot of mercurial, a lot of especially mercurial retrograde shit. mercurial yeah. shit. Which is like it's nothing huge. It's nothing that you can't handle. But no, you know what Mercury retrograde makes thing, it. It makes it just annoying enough it, to feel like you should just give up. Exactly. <laughs> Saturn return. Who like email all my contacts or erase all the contacts in my phone, and I will jump off a bridge. <laughs> That'll be what's the end of me. Like especially with you being a Virgo and me being a Gemini with a Virgo ascendant. Like we got a lot of Mercury between us, so it's like how we function is very mercurial. So I feel like that mm. shit is a lot because more effective for us. We, like, there, there was a plan. Things were supposed to go to plan. Yeah. And then once the plan is off, then... And even then, we were trying to improve our plan as we were there. And not only did we not to get to improve it, our plan <laughs> fell to shit. So... Oh, you have the tracker on. Where is he? I mean, you can't... I don't you think can't. I can look at it right now while I'm recording. I could always pause it he and must see be where he's close. at. Should I pause it? Yeah. I'm going to pause it, guys. Okay. Oh, he's almost in Atlanta. He's almost to Atlanta. So it is 7 p.m. here. We're all in the same time zone. So he left at 1 in the morning last night, and he did... Only drive for a few hours, and then he stopped, and he slept a little bit, and then... So, making it all the way from Detroit to Atlanta? Yeah. That's a long drive. Yeah. He's been on the road a long time. He has. Okay, I'm bored with that, though. What happened on our freaking vacation that oh we can gosh. talk about? So, Carly, guys. Yes! Guys, one of, our, one of our first... One of our oldest listeners. In fact, one of our only listeners. <laughs> my friend, Carly. We stand, Carly. <laughs> she works for an airline, so she typically gets to fly standby for free. So yeah. if I'm ever out doing something, she can just show up. It's incredible. Right. It's so cool. And we it, had this house that we were renting with a bunch of friends. Oh my God. Let's talk about the house. The house actually turned out perfect for what we did. Guys, I didn't... Guys, 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 guys. Guys, guys, guys. Listen, did, did listen, you, did listen, you guys Linda, know Linda, Linda, listen. That with money, you can live in a very nice house. Wait, you can? I know. Sometimes I forget that, like, you know when you go into a really nice house and you're like, wow. Are you saying this house isn't nice? No. No. <laughs> no. No, our house is not, it's not, not not nice. It's just old. It's very, very old. It's very creaky. There's a lot of things that aren't, like, updated. Mm-hmm. It's not a modern home. It's very vintage, very witchy cabin in the woods. Witchy cabin in the woods and only one person can poop at, at a time. Exactly. And um, <laughs> sometimes the sink bubbles. <laughs> yep lots of poison ivy lots you know so like take your take your but poison. like with this house had like high vaulted ceilings the it was very texan like yeah. random dents in the walls for artwork like, it was yeah it was very okay also we were in the middle of the fucking desert like this city is not that big i'm sure there's smaller cities there was cactus as tall as the house just around just out and around and i have never been in that um eh, i've never been in that environment before i've been deserty i've been you know dry climates and things like that but this felt like i was actually in the desert, the desert. um we were so, in mesa arizona it's not that i didn't feel like we were in the desert yeah it's just that i've been in a desert yeah that was desert desert before yeah. like driving through parts of texas and it's weird how populated it was, Oh, even though it was the desert. Right. But the thing was, is it still felt like really, it didn't feel very populated, even though there were things, because it'd be like an abandoned, shitty old, like, trailer park home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, nothing wrong with trailer parks, but these were that like... come from these, a long line of trailer yeah, park seriously. owners. Um, tiny houses are in style again. Mm-hmm. But no, it just, it felt very like... Mm, it didn't feel very lived in, even though there were things. Uh, yeah, it felt transient. Uh-huh. It felt like you somewhere where you either came to die or you came to visit. Yep. One of the two. Yep. Or maybe you were already dead and no. But you knew. forgot your all of your tarot cards and I was very upset about that. And you didn't bring anything. I didn't. I only used mine once. Yeah. And but the time that I did use it, it was incredible. Really? I felt really in tune with the the, the energies there. That's awesome. Because. You know, being in Arizona, 
in like that kind of a new climate the, the air was very light if that makes sense it felt clean. it was it was very it was very, it dry. Was very dry but it felt clean also yep. you know virgo yeah, i just yeah. i was like mm, clean yeah and everything was like very structured and clean there yeah i really liked it the house was really new and open and, and nice. clean yep i was i i love that i did i couldn't even find a cobweb no well they like, have cleaning crews come in every time because why was can't an we have that we can well, we can. We I want a dedicated five-person staff to just clean up every time I take a step. That's literally what I do when you spill jelly all over the counter. <laughs> Why does everyone say I spill jelly? <laughs> I don't know. If everyone's saying it, maybe it's because you do. You know what's funny? is like when, when I moved away, Christian was like, oh, there's no one to leave jelly. And I was like, what the fuck? I... You literally are the messiest PB&J maker ever, and I don't know how you manage. I don't to, understand. Our counters were never sticky, like sticky, <laughs> sticky, and every time I set my hand down, I'm like putting my hand in jelly, and you are... Guys, I think there's some sort of weird conspiracy about <laughs> jelly, because I have no memories of spilling jelly anywhere well, but apparently i do so I, whatever if you say i do then i guess what i do but i personally am not convinced yet not i'm looking yet. for the evidence even though it's like multiple yeah. roommates telling you he just put on his orange sunglasses that are happy know, mood stabilizers I need, I need to feel better about this um so what was your favorite part of the trip so Carly came. Yeah. And uh, the next morning we woke up and you guys were at the tournament. Yeah. And we looked at each other and it was nine in the morning and we were like, let's start day drinking. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. And then we did. Mm hmm. And. Wow. Thrilling. Um, I'm just trying <laughs> to really, to I'm really trying to like build it up. Mm -hmm. Like. No, you guys had a great time. Like by 3 p.m. I don't know who I was. I was just ready to party. Yeah. I was like in party town. I had like four, 14 straws. <laughs> See, maybe that's why. I don't know. I just developed this relationship with straws that I can't explain. He's so when, trying to like convince me. When you that... when you were wanting to throw away the straws today, I wasn't going to throw them away. I just don't know why we needed them because we had I don't a ton know. I saw of like them metal and I needed and them. I put them in there for you, baby. I got you. <laughs> I got your stupid ass plastic straws. Thank you. I don't know. You're that welcome. was my favorite part is when... Because, you know, of, like, my pancreas thing, I, I've been really staying away from alcohol, but I was ready to die that day, I guess, so yeah. I just went hard AF. Yeah. And it was incredible. I didn't die. I didn't have any pancreatic pain wow, that day. Wow, what a shocker. A Virgo didn't die from doing normal things most people do. But the I'm next day, my pancreas was a little sore, not gonna lie. So I think I'm right about... Okay. About that. Okay. But, yeah, that was my favorite part. Uh, oh, but, you know... Another my, one of my favorite parts that I think the part I'll always remember was yeah. when we played that disc golf round. Really? In the sun. That's good. And then there was no bathroom and I had to pee on that tree. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting round. That probably won't be what I, well, it might be what I remember the most. I mean, I had a lot of fun. We had a pool. So um, I had a lot of fun the first night before the rest of our friends got there because we were one of the first ones to get to the house. And I drank like six white claws in the pool and it was like two i was in there for like two and a half hours and it was freezing and i made skylar get in I there you get pneumonia oh my god listen so we played this game which we it, i don't feel like we're in the mood to play it now but i feel like maybe for another episode we i was like okay let's come up with a story oh my god. i'm gonna say one sentence and then you're gonna say one sentence and wherever the story takes us is where it takes us and the first story that we came up with we were laughing so so hard and i just was having a great time just like swimming in the pool it was mm -hmm. just you and i because george went to go get the guys from the airport and mm -hmm. it was just sammy holding hilarious. a white claw going we're so mercurial <laughs> oh oh yeah i did say that because i was like what are we trying to do for fun we're like making we're playing word games yeah we're literally playing word games and creating stories but so when you were on this trip uh -huh. right and you were because we were we pretty much zoned out from everything for this past week, mm -hmm. and that's what we do. And I bet I you, if we went back to previous so. episodes and we talked about other times where we went camping or on other vacations, yep. we've done things. That's I what do we remember. do. Yep, that's what we do. We shut off. 
We just we come back, fucking connect. Yeah. And then we're always like, wow, hello, real world. Can't yep. believe we're back. Yep. But I felt incredibly disconnected. I uh, felt even more disconnected than I think I normally do, which is crazy because mm-hmm. I feel like because I wasn't really worried about work. Whereas even if I'm disconnected, there's some sort of worry about work. Mm-hmm. But because my job title is literally changing and I only have like a week and a half left of the position that I'm in now. And I set them up so well before I left that they should have absolutely no questions. And if they have questions of what's supposed to get done, I gave them multiple contacts on who to you know, who to con- who to contact. Um, and when we were on our way to the airport, my one boss did say, can you call me when you have a sec? I tried to call him. He didn't answer. And then he never tried to get a hold of me again. So I literally didn't, I literally didn't even worry about yeah. work. And I, and I worry a lot about like, oh, should I check in or, oh, did I forget something or oh, whatever. So I felt even more disconnected because I literally just didn't, yeah care as i should when i'm on vacation you know like i was a little worried about being unemployed when we get to where we're going so yeah if anybody is hiring that you know of in the tampa bay st petersburg area please let me know because i need a job um i don't think you're gonna have a problem getting a job but yeah let him know me either yeah preferably it's 50 dollars an hour (laughs) Or salaried a hundred thousand. Support the podcast, yeah. preferably one hundred thousand dollars minimum. Minimum because I'm Five you know guys, vacation. you get used to a certain lifestyle and yeah. it's hard to give up. Exactly. But I was looking at all the witchy shops in the Tampa Bay area. Mm. There's ten or fifteen. Yeah, I'm and really they excited. all and I I've never worked at something like that, yeah. but I could totally see me doing that. Yeah, there. So even in the St. Petersburg area. The last week we were there, or the last like day we were there in the beginning of the month, or in the beginning of February, I should say now, because it's March, but we walked down like downtown St. Petersburg, and there's a lot of like metaphysical like crystal shops and stuff. Yeah. And not to say that they're not good, but they very... Was it quantity over quality type thing? Yeah, it was like very small space, no tarot decks, a lot of like touristy like jewelry, like amethyst, Mm -hmm. like bracelets or... Which we can be down for when the time is right. Right, like I feel like it's not going to be hard to find what we need, but on the downtown area, I went into like maybe five or six different shops. So there were a lot, but not one of them did I feel Like, oh, this is going to be my home witchy shop. Exactly. I didn't feel good walking into any of them. I felt like they were very set up to be in the downtown area to mm-hmm. to for tourists or for people to come in that didn't really know anything and that wanted to get like a chakra necklace for their daughter because yeah. she's into she's that into sort that of thing shit. yeah so not to say that that's bad or you know whatever it's just we will find one that is like that's why i think if i got a job good. at one of those places i feel like i could really help it become something i because think so too i i mean i don't want to toot my own horn but i kind of I'm starting to learn what people want. Yeah. From something like yeah. that. Because I I follow a lot of people on Instagram that are like, and I wish my local shop had this, this, and this, yeah. this, this, and this, this. And there's like the same things that you see over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Like, just somebody nice. You know, yep. one nice person there to help me and feel like not alone. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to provide something like that. That'd be yeah. cool. Um, I mean, we, right now, we have the Boston Tea Room near us, which is actually a pretty well-known, mm-hmm. you know, metaphysical it's store. It's enormous It's now. enormous now. Yeah, they just moved locations. Anybody in this area who's ever heard of it, I mean, they carry a ton of literature on all types of metaphysical things. Um, like a library worth looking at. Like, yes. back home in Texas, we had a little witchy shop. Yeah. And it had this tiny little bookshelf, and bless their hearts, yeah. it was all they had. It was just the worst books I'd ever seen in my life. And that's not, that's not what I'm about. I want to have... They have like four times the amount of metaphysical books that the most of the Barnes and Nobles have. Let's put it oh, that way. Oh, yeah. Um, they have a huge tarot deck selection. They have all types of new merch now. Mm-hmm. A little bit more like touristy type Stuff oh, yeah. in the front. Now that they have more space, Especially they can open up to stuff like that. because their old location was in the middle of a tourist hotspot. Yeah. You have but to... it didn't feel like that when you walked in. Like, no. it felt really good. 
Um, it still feels good now. They just it's more spacey, which feels even more spacious. nice. Spacious, yeah. spatial <laughs> has more room. Um, the thing about them too is that they have like. 12 readers they have all types of readers that are you know good for like palm readers and tarot readers and mediums and crystal ball gazers and they have like all these readers that are there a couple of them have been there for decades and you know you can book readings and things like that in their Mm -hmm. new space they have like um, very established rooms yeah like it's really legit and it's really established i've got multiple readings from there i feel like they were really well done um, even for the readers that were newer to the space, they did a good job, you know. And now they have this whole tea space on the other side where they can sell tea and you can sit down yeah. and it's all like mixed good herbal teas. Like if I can't find a metaphysical shop even sort of good as good as that, I'm going to feel like I'm itching for something because I've always just been right there, you know. And there's a couple other ones too near us, but you always just go there. Yeah. Um, and nothing that I found in St. Pete yet has been even close to that. So that'll be excited to try and like explore and find for sure. I know. Ready to see yeah. the ocean. The other thing is, is like, we still don't know where we're living. So <laughs> that'll so be really Skylar interesting. So Skylar has no job and he also has no idea where we're going to be living. And somebody else drove his car down. So he's carless. Right and now. I'm also carless right now. So like love Mercury retrograde for me. Yeah. Um, I'm literally stuck. Yeah, you are. Literally being forced to just that. be taken care of, which I hate it. Oh my god, what a burden for you. So yeah, we're excited to explore whatever area. I mean, no matter where we where we end up housewise, it's going to be within fifteen to twenty minutes probably of the downtown St. Petersburg area, if not even closer than that. So it it's still I don't know, it'll be exciting. It's it's real now. Whereas when we filmed last podcast before we went on vacation and stuff. I feel so much more real yeah. today yeah. than it did seven days ago. That Maybe because you actually helped pack a little bit. That is a lot for me to try and take in right now because I gotta go pee. False alarm, you didn't have to poop. No, I didn't. I paused <laughs> it because I was like, oh, maybe I have to poop. No, I didn't. And so I grabbed another beer. Oh, yeah. Do you have to go to work tomorrow? I do. Ugh. Do you? Yes. Ugh. And I'm devastated. Yeah. You know when you take a week off and you're like, I could get used to this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, do you hear that beer? That is... It's a beer. That's what that Can is. Can just spill it on your carpet? Please don't because it's going to stink. Please don't. And the towel I used to clean up Sammy Spills is getting crusty. Did you hear about that celebrity that died with a knife? What was her name? Like Reese? Let me let me humor you. <laughs> Weatherspoon? No, with a knife. Oh my god. If I have to think about that joke one more time, I swear to god. <laughs> I kept telling you people that. Do you know what time it is? Oh my god. <gasps> tea Did you think time. Of tea while you were pooping? I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I didn't poop. <gasps> Spell the tea. So it's I tea was time. talking about this right before we started the podcast okay. about how this specific Mercury retrograde. Um, you know, usually I don't feel super impacted. Sometimes it's Mercury retrograde and I don't know that it is. Okay. Right? This cool. time I feel very involved, very yeah. very at the whim. But I was reading some posts that people were making about this specific retrograde being very transitory. Okay. People are being forced to make decisions, mm-hmm. forced to move things, mm-hmm. forced to really make big decisions during a retrograde, okay. which usually doesn't happen, I feel like. Do you remember why they said that? So other people are moving. Yeah. During this time too, a lot of people are moving, changing mm-hmm. jobs, um, buying well, houses. All year, Jupiter is in Capricorn, so that is like it's a big year for people to be making big moves and concerns with career, and also mm-hmm. Saturn is spinning Capricorn and Pluto. So in imagine Capricorn. doing all of that during a retrograde because yeah, things are going wrong, quote unquote wrong. So it feels it's like not about it being wrong, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. things are just not I going feel like to I need plan. To specify as an astrologer. That yes, it's not about wrong. Not about right, wrong, good, bad, blah, blah. Yeah. I get it. It's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> uh, but you know, when things aren't going perfectly, it yeah. feels like I can't make a decision now. I have to wait for everything to fall into place, and then right. I can make my decision. And sometimes that's not an option during a retrograde. Yeah. 
And that's what people are feeling. I'm be- I have to make decisions, yep. but now is not the time I want to be. Exactly. And it doesn't that- feel like any decision that I make is going to be the right one. No. But I just have to like make one and live with it and just go with the flow. And that's such a terrible lesson. For Virgos especially. For Virgos. Because, yeah, sometimes you have to make a decision. And especially me with my Libra moon. Mm-hmm. Making a decision is hard enough. Yeah. Big decisions, when I'm not sure of what's happening, it just feels double tough. Me, it's more so my Taurus moon that's like, okay, I'm really stubborn and I really have a hard time with cha- like quick change. I am a Gemini, so I'm adaptable, but I like change in my own pace. Mm. And if I'm forced into change outside of my comfort zone, it makes me extremely <sighs> emotionally unstable, <laughs> as you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I feel a little out of the loop with astrology right now on what's going on Mercury retrograde-wise. Normally, I'm a little bit more tuned in um, and what other uh, transits are. I mean, I have a general idea of where most of the planets are, but I just totally disconnected. And even the week before, when I, I mean, it's been about a month since I felt really integrated with astrology. I was doing a lot of tarot and stuff like that and yoga and meditation when I was in Florida last month. But as far as astrology goes, I just really haven't had time to kind of plug in. So I feel, I don't, I don't know exactly why, if there's other factors or if it's because the certain sign that it's in or whatever is, is why someone would claim that, you know, but I can tell you on like a bigger scale, you know, the outer planets are the big, the big, the big boys, the big rule makers, shift makers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And the inner planets, the personal planets, as they also call them, you know, affect us more on a day to day life. So, um, whenever you have things like Mercury retrograde or, you know, Mars transiting a certain house, you know, it's not going to stay there for too long. It's going to come and go and it might make things feel really intense for short periods of times. But having a Mercury retrograde at all this year with the planets that we have transiting all in that sign of Capricorn, yeah, it's going to be a lot of restructuring, a lot of governmental things, a lot of authoritative things, a lot of rules, being an adult, um, you know, figuring out you know how to get your shit done whether you like it or not um goals aspirations achievements even Mm -hmm. connecting to like father figures or things like that um i just flew out of the room yeah like a balloon i triggered you connect with dad but when you Ah! but when you have jupiter in the sign of capricorn like this is the year y'all if you're listening and you've ever thought about changing your career or going bigger or going for the promotion or applying for that job that you think that you'll never get because you know why why would you waste your time applying for it like apply for it because this is the year where um that that sort of thing is really going to be there is an energy to propel you exactly especially when it comes to far distance travels or foreign cultures or foreign languages plus careers and structure and Mm -hmm. um you know the way that we are focusing on our achievements, like those two things mix them up in a blender and there's a cocktail for moving across country for career changes or whatever, Mm. a lot of other different things, you know, your company could be taking on a new branch, uh, you know, a, a, a broad seas and you might not even think that, um, that there's a possibility for you to transfer there or to communicate with another culture. Oh, but there is people. Yeah. So now's the time. That alone, just Jupiter being in there, especially with Pluto and Saturn still in Capricorn, I think Saturn transits into Aquarius, I believe in the beginning or the middle of this month or the end of this month, oh, which shit's will gonna get weird. Which will <laughs> signify my the I think the end of my Saturn return. I think it might retrograde back one more time. Um, but I do feel like I'm in it. Like I feel like it's so weird. Can you I take like, a moment for myself yeah. here? to reflect because I have been taught about uh, about transits and about astrology since I was young, you know, and I might not have really realized the effects of it until I really started picking it up over 10 years ago when I started spending time with my grandma. However, Saturn return was always something my grandma spent a lot of emphasis and time with me on. Um, and there were so many things that I tried to predict and understand and, you know, there was so much anticipation leading up into it. And it was so weird because in the beginning of 2019, when shit hit the fan for me emotionally, mentally, and you moved here and it was like everything, well, I was in my darkest I've ever felt. And it was like, I felt like, how is my Saturn return already here 
it just felt like, like, is this not it? Is this it? Like, what's going on? And then when I got out of it and realized, like, where I was and what was happening, I was like, oh, that's, that was the beginning. Like, that was what it felt like. Again, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I, I mentioned this a lot. Like, Saturn return is beautiful for a lot of people, and it's not scary, and it's not hard, and it's not difficult. Mm-hmm. However, my placements and what was going on with me, it just didn't turn out that way. Um, and <laughs> I'm... like, But, like, of course it didn't, right? Yeah, like, really, Just right. your luck. But, like, I've met a lot of people, and I do a lot of readings for people where it's like, oh, hell yeah, look at this Saturn return. Look at you getting married, buying the house, getting a new animal, you know. Doing shit, yeah. You know, getting a raise, whatever it is. Look at you adulting up. You're ready for it. You're here for it. I was not. <laughs> Even with all the preparation, just, like, it's not in my chart. I don't have a lot of good placement for this. And so journeying over the past year in 2019 and getting myself to where I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I have to get like haircuts every 14 weeks because if I don't, then my hair is going to fall out. And that's something that I didn't know I was so emotionally connected to because all this, like the little things that I didn't realize were part of my journey into a Saturn adulthood. Like looking back, that was a big thing. Just that alone, talking about that, like I hated to get my hair cut. My hair was super long. I loved it. However, I was deficient in nutrients in the beginning of the year. I was depressed and I was going through a really stressful time personally. And all of my hair was falling out. And I was devastated. I didn't know what to do. I was like, that was just one little flavor of what was mm-hmm. happening. But it doesn't seem like, oh, that's a Saturn return thing. But it was something that was teaching me, wait, I have to be an adult and this is something I need to take care of my body. I need to be more aware of what's going on. All those little things, that's just one example, like over the past year, that I had to kind of grow the fuck up Do you feel like it's all culminating to what we're about to do in a few days? Exactly. Like it was, I feel like I'm prepared for this major shift. And if you guys go back and listen to the podcast, there's, or even in my videos, there's multiple times where not just me, but you also, like, I still, I feel like you could feel the rumbling of change around me of, I knew something like this was going to happen. Like I fucking, I I don't know how I knew it. While we were on vacation, somebody sent us a link to one of our old podcast episodes where you and I both drew the tower and we both guessed that we were moving to the beach really remember that was what the episode was i don't it was oh guys go back it was called the walls are buzzing with change one of our do you know can you look on your do you have your phone can you look when we recorded that one of our least popular episodes by the way people where were you yeah where were you i just have known something big was going to happen like this and it is as prepared as you would think that you would be for that, like knowing that. Oh my something god! Big it was, was gonna... August of 2019. Okay. Episode 19. I knew. 1919, 2019. Oh, cool! Do 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 do. Okay. Do, do, do. The walls are buzzing um, with change. Yeah, I just. And everything... Just on you or in general this year? I think on me. Uh, In 2019, in the beginning of 2019, and like feeling like the pull of the certain transits that were going on in my chart, and then all these other planets meeting to it in the end of last year and the beginning of this year, it was like, okay, you did all the hard work and you went through all the deep and dark secrets. Like you went through all of these really difficult mental mind fucks and like personality evolution yeah and like (laughs) you needed to i needed to uproot and up and like really look at some dark shit that i was going through that i felt like i had under control and i did not think you were a therapist Mm -hmm. all last year that i am devastated to move away from however i will be continuing sessions with him via skype if i can or whenever i do come back to michigan which sounds like is going to be quite frequent you know, I'm going to try to have sessions with him still, but I am devastated. Mm-hmm. I cried really hard. And he was like, it's okay. <laughs> stop crying. And I was like, <laughs> no, he didn't tell me to stop crying, but he's Imagine like, your therapist was like, grow up, yeah, he woman. Was like, stop crying. Oh my God. <laughs> Why are you even here? 
I know that's I needed to take that little monologue for myself because looking back on my Saturn turn, if I were to get rid of everything and just look at like the actual transit dates, like right now is literally the conjunction. Like I just went through, I think I don't I wish I could pull it up on my phone. I don't know what what degree it is, but it's literally sitting directly on my Saturn in the last few days. Um and so yes, obviously you can say that the biggest thing for my Saturn return is that we're moving for a career change across country. You know, it doesn't get more Saturn return than that, does it? But looking back, I know that I went through my actual Saturn return leveling up like tests all in 2019 through all of these little culmination mm-hmm. of things that felt really, really heavy. You passed with flying colors, though. And now I'm here and I'm like, yeah, whatever, we'll fucking move it. <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of wild. Mm-hmm. And now what? So now I'm through like, it. I, I, I'm I think to succeed. we've said this a few times. Me watching you kind of figure figure that out because yeah. for me it's still five years away. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the decisions that I'm making now, and me reading about Saturn and my planets and mm-hmm. stuff that's going to be. Ha- I can see things that are happening to me today that are pointing towards my own Saturn oh. And yeah. like, especially things that I've read about the planets and things that are happening now and the things that I feel like I'm wanting now that yeah. are more long-term would technically be completed at the end of my Saturn return. Right. Like if I wanted to go back to school, mm-hmm. I should be done by the beginning of my Saturn return. Mm. So like... If you get your shit together. If I get my shit together, which I... fuck up, Which I Kyle, plan on doing. Step the fuck up. And I feel like... Looking at it that way, like really trying to level up right before my return, right. I'm really interested in seeing how that is going to play out. Yeah, like getting ahead of the game. I'm going to think that I'm or outsmart I'm, Saturn. I'm that trying. Cool. I'm thinking that I'm getting ahead of the game. Yeah. I'm sure Saturn will be like you. Mm-hmm. You fucking thought. <laughs> well, that's me too. Like there were certain things where I'm like, mm, I'll probably have to deal with that, and so I was mm-hmm. like, sort of trying to deal with it, and then. What happened? Again, I feel like very like, oh, I feel so stupid for being like, I can't tell you what happened. But in January of last year, there was something really traumatic with with people in my life that um, was going down. I cannot say because it, it affects another person. And if it gets out, it really like it, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. But um, n- nobody could ever fucking predict that happening. Yeah. But I learned so so many aspects of what I thought I would be learning, but in a completely different way than I ever imagined. And so about myself and just about being a human and about interacting with people I care about or even don't care about, you know, like mm-hmm. there's just, I don't know, like it's, it was, I don't know. It's crazy, crazy. But again, not to heavy, deep and heavy and whatever, because sometimes Saturn returns for people are are beautiful and that's not the transit yeah. that they need to mm-hmm. me. it's not the transit that they are gonna have difficulties and it really just depends um but for me it was it was a doozy and we're here and we fucking hey look mama made it the most adult thing i've ever done in my life yeah was like two weeks ago when i made a doctor's appointment by myself yeah Without mom calling for me to set it up yeah. and doing all of it, and then I just show up, like I was the kid that grew up and like my you were mom spoiled. Mom talked for me. Mm-hmm. He's having this, this, and this, and then I'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "She's right, yeah. thanks, mom." Yeah. But no, I ha- I still do that for you. I know, but when I went to the doctor for like myself, I I had to speak on my own behalf, mm-hmm. and I had to Let's make pay. sure that I was being heard and yep. stuff and. That felt very adult, and like I, it just kind of felt like my first taste of it. Uh-huh. So I'm scared. Oh, <laughs> you're like, good. Not scared, yeah. like, but I'm like, um, what's a better word? I'm very excited. Yeah. To oh, see okay. like what the future Settle has down. in store for me. I love that you're sad. Like That's that. so cute. Um, no, so I, I we were driving um to the we were driving to the airport, and. <laughs> We were driving to the airport and Allison called me, my friend, my best friend Allison. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, Skylar, I'm about to merge onto the highway. Will you answer it and see, see what she wants? Say hi, you know? So he's like, mm, hi. And she's like, hi. I can like hear her. She's like, how's it going? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And like, 
Skylar literally. <laughs> Sometimes I regress so... to being nine years old because I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you on the phone right now. <sighs> I know. Like, Skylar is the worst at talking on the phone and literally gave, like, he confused her. How can I be like a. Just T- like a tier A podcaster, but the worst telephone conversation. Tier Alex- A, settle down. So Alex and I were going to order the pad thai on the yeah. phone, but I chickened out and I was like, we have to order it while we're there. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, tell her what's going on. Like, tell her what's going on. And that's why she's calling. She's calling to figure out because she's driving down to Florida with us on the 12th. So she's just calling to update. I haven't talked to her. And, you know, she was just seeing what was going on and where we were and yada yada. And so... Skylar's like giving her bare minimum and if not anything she's he's confusing her more I'm like you're driving me crazy I was like she's a double Virgo you need to give her more information than that she's calling she's and Skylar goes no she knows and then she I can hear her asking more questions on the phone and Skylar being like you know like we're here we're here we're queer stuff you know (laughs) I was like, oh my God, you're killing me. Carly's in the backseat going, you're the fucking worst. <laughs> and I was like, Get, let me, just let me talk to her. And Skylar goes, hold on, Allison. My mom wants to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I took the phone and I was like, that is our dynamic for sure. Like in all actuality, I'm not your mom. I'm like your big fucking bossy sister. Yeah. But like we joke about it because I do have a lot more of like a, a mom attitude. Mm-hmm. But um, you and my sister, I've, I've talked about this. You and my sister are the same age. Yeah. And I've always thought that my sister was so much like older and wiser yeah. and just like my older sister. Right? Yeah. But with you, I don't feel that way. <laughs> Not okay. because it's weird because I don't feel like there's an age difference between us. Sometimes I do. And sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like because we're such good friends and I feel sometimes like. Sometimes I see it more than at other times. Especially yeah. when you're doing like more adult stuff. Yeah. That I'm not doing yeah. yet. Okay. Like being an adult. And- Sometimes I look at you and I'm like, you're a fucking child. And others I'm, I'm like, 25. oh, what? Yeah. I'm a man. Baby. <laughs> I'm a man child. <laughs> you know, and it's funny about Carly, yeah. one of my best friends, mm-hmm. is so oh. grown up. Yeah. In my opinion. By the way, Skylar attracts the same type of fucking woman <laughs> to him wherever he goes. He needs a strong, a strong assertive woman, assertive Taurus woman. <laughs> he needs a Taurus woman energy to just fucking bully him around. That's what he mm. needs. Y'all think I'm being mean to him? No. He literally likes it and attracts it to him. Because Carly and I are the same fucking person. I sometimes feel really bad because I'm like, oh, maybe I'm being too harsh or maybe I'm like bullying him too much or like maybe I'm like being I, I like to too, come like, up to my commanding. room and brood. Yeah, like I, I like maybe I'm being like too pushy for him or maybe I should let him live his life, you know? And then literally... The Taurus see... women in my life won't let me do that. <laughs> and then I see him with Carly and how Carly communicates with him. I'm like, oh, Oh, no, that's the same fucking way I talked to him. And he just lets it happen. And in fact, I think he likes it. I think he needs it. I like having direction. Yeah. And the tourist women in my life give me direction. Uh-huh. Sometimes you just need someone to point the way. And sometimes you might And I've like attracted the women into my life yeah. that are willing to point the way. Yeah. I feel like even, I don't even know your big sister, but like I feel as though she gives that sort of energy too. Like Mm. if you need it, she'll be there to guide you. She'll be there to like tell you where to go and what to do and like my sister is incredible. I think that she doesn't have tourist placements like you guys do. So she doesn't have that same grab me and like point me into a direction that's not off the cliff. Right. <laughs> so. Exactly. I, sometimes I feel like you're my child with like a monkey leash. <laughs> and I'm like, Skylar, stop it. Come over here. And I yank you and you're like, okay. I just want to go off the cliff. So <laughs> you're such a fool. You're such a fool sun card energy, which is great. And, um, but my sister has always, she's Capricorn Sagittarius. Okay. Mixtures. Yeah. And, um, wow. Love so that. very, very there, very adult, very like, if you want me to fix this for you, I will. Mm-hmm. But if you don't ask me, I will not. Okay, that's cool. So that's, that's always I will been... give you, don't fuck with my freedom. <laughs> that's always been her dynamic for me. And it's always been really nice having that. I'm there if you need me, I'm but there also, if you need like, me. take care of your own shit. I'm there if you need me, uh, but I, I won't figure it out for you if you don't want me to. No, I'll do it all for you, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and you'll like it, and you'll do what I say. Yeah. 
Well, so. we did it. We went an hour. We we completed another podcast episode, another and we only have one. one more here in Michigan, right? Um, or do you want to pre-record too, just in case things get crazy? I don't know. We'll have to play it by I think ear. if we did the podcast after only being in Florida for a few days, like a day or two, that would be a good episode because we'd be like, guys, yeah, I we've been like we, here for like five minutes. I feel like we should be able to find like an hour's worth of time to be able to film a podcast. You know, the meditators always say like, if you don't have five minutes to meditate, you need to meditate for an hour. So we didn't pull any cards yet. Do you want to, I mean, we still have a couple minutes. Do you, did you have a deck? Do you um, want to like pull some cards or? Yes, I have the pagan other world. So I just want to mention we're, we're packing the house. Like we're packing the house today. We packed the house before we left for vacation. I'm trying to get as much packed as possible. We're supposedly having a uh, couple of storage containers on Friday come. So everything supposedly, will be, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're trying to figure that out. I'm a little confused at the moment. Um, but you know, we're going to be living from Friday till Thursday of next week with the bare minimum, which has been basically what I've been, I've been living out of a suitcase since the beginning of 2020. Right. <laughs> and then we're going to be driving down, living in a suitcase and hopefully we have a house. I don't know. And then when we do, we're still going to have to unpack and start our jobs. So spirituality right now and like content which was supposed to be my tea i'll just sum it up real quick is basically like right now i am not i can't give readings Mm -hmm. i barely can pull cards for myself i'm journaling as much as i can but right now i'm traveling and yada yada like my spirituality and my my rituals have to be really adaptable which is fine but you know i've been doing yoga on the go i've been really trying to meditate at night things like that like i am kind of just gonna have a mindset at least this next week while we're packing to have fun and to be creative with the way that i connect to spirit and my spiritual practices whether you know they're spells whether it's pulling cards to myself whether Mm -hmm. whatever like I'm going to be really creative That's what spirituality is for. It's supposed to be there for us during these moments. Exactly. But you know? I am the kind of person that likes ritual. I like creating videos. I like talking to people. I like doing my witchy book club. I like doing my client readings. I like, you know, doing my ritualistic, you know, things that I do with my spirituality. And not being able to, the, to do that makes me feel like I don't have it at all sometimes. So yeah, I really I have to... Because, like, even when I'm traveling, I feel like I set a certain ritual while I'm traveling. Like, look, here's my decks. I'll pull a couple cards in the morning. I'll do yoga on the deck of wherever I'm staying. or You know what I mean? Like, um, or I'll write in my journal or look at my astrology chart or yada, yada. So that's my goal for this next week and even two weeks. But we'll just talk about until the next podcast is to be as creative as i can about the way i connect to my practices my magical and spiritual practices i'm really excited to see i pulled justice for my week ahead yeah uh just like energies and stuff and to me that feels very very on the money yeah i'm gonna be making decisions i'm gonna be pulling plugs at work yep cutting ties there uh, it just feels very straight You definitely have to be, like, you're on Indeed and stuff like that mm-hmm. right now, trying to find jobs, trying to have interviews, trying to, like, you know, look at different systems. You're trying to make sure all your... For the word that came through, it was, like, trying to get to, like, okay, there's all this stuff that I've been guessing about moving and guessing about trying to find a job. I need to find out what the truth is. I yeah. need to find out what's going on, what yeah. I'm going to do, and weigh my literally weigh my options yeah and make decisions well we haven't really been able to do that even because even if you could have done a little bit we had to kind of wait for george to get down there and he's not even down there yet he's still mm-hmm. driving and then even then it's like it's hard to find your options when you don't know exactly where you're gonna live like yeah you know i'm trying to find something situation. as close to our home as possible exactly in case my car situation i don't Changes. why you feel like your car is like gonna explode guys i think i have this weird hyper fixation I on it's cars it's not that big of a deal like your car and yeah i feel like but i've always had this dream of being a bike commuter like i'm a bike guy okay you can do that but it doesn't mean that you can't drive i don't know it's just weird i'm i have like oh. a what'd you get i i don't know what this one is because it's a new deck it's the one that skylar gave Child me of arrows. Last... Oh, i think that's the page of uh, page of swords. Page of swords. Page of swords, yeah. Are arrow or swords? wands, maybe? Five of wands. No, wands are wands in that deck. So arrows are swords. Okay. 
I it's the little monsters tarot that he gave me last episode, and I haven't been able to play with it because if you heard, I forgot my shit. Olivia Pepper yeah. really went off when she wrote that guidebook. Okay, I'm just looking at this guidebook a little bit. Oh no, did it come up reversed? I think it did, but. Read the reverse just to see for fun. I don't think it did. I don't know. Reverse says, blah, blah, blah. The child of arrows reverses. All talk and no action. All bark and no bite. Just a lot of empty words. Take care to say what you mean and mean what you say and surround yourself with those who do the same. I feel like I don't have time for that, so I'm going to say that it's upright. Okay. Because I, I honestly, like, I have to mean what I say and say what I mean because I have a week and a half and I just need to get my shit tied up, you know? Like, it needs to come to an end. Um, I'm actually just going to read it. It's not that long, and then we'll, we'll end so the It's so good. It's worth it just to okay. hear the wisdom. Philosophy literally translate, translates from the Greek to love of wisdom. Child of Arrows is certainly a philosopher and is especially interested in uncovering the truth. Oh, my God, the justice. Look at those little antennae tuned into the world, investigating everything, curious, eager, attentive, and perceptive. The child of arrows is a natural communicator and seeks to understand the world through asking questions. No stone unturned, every theory tested, every possibility investigated. Sometimes this energy, because of the youthful inexperience of all the children in the courts, can move a little too quickly. I don't know. I feel like that was worded a little weird. It can be a restless, hungry mind that jumps from one thing to the next without fully absorbing the lessons that are offered. It can also very easily represent a person who speaks without thinking, utting unwillingly, <laughs> unwittingly spreading gossip or rumors, or hurting friends and loved ones with, uh, with unsolicited advice or information whatever get over it <laughs> while the mind of the child of arrows is a pre- precious jewel it is advisable to set that jewel carefully in something that helps direct its frenzied crystalline beam given a mental task or problem to wrangle with the child of arrows is a great gift without focus is an it is an undeniable hassle okay that was fun that was cool but how i am seeing this very much is um this is all very new to me i have moved in my life like i don't know yeah same i've moved dozen literally times. 15 times if not more um so moving is not that big of a deal i'm really used to moving quick too it's more so like i'm normally moving maybe at most 15 20 minutes away yeah so um this is a different ball game to me and i feel like I'm prepared for moving, but it's, I have to think really, this is all new. So I'm going to make it a game. I'm going to have, try to make it as fun as I can. Um, I'm going to just ask questions and learn as much as I can and try to, you know, tie up. I think that that page is, uh, it implies that now is not the time to even assume that you're an expert. It's not even the time to assume that you know anything. It's like exactly, but I do have the tools to get mm-hmm. it done and to do to do it well, and I've done it before. It's just you know this is just new to me, and I'm just gonna have to, you know, if it's new, it's new. I'm just people. gonna have to win the fucking spelling bee, is what I'm getting at. All right, that's what <laughs> yeah. I feel about that. Anyway, speaking of which, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we will see you next week on Monday. Uh, thank you so much to our supporters. Um, we love you so much and we really, really appreciate that you guys support our podcast. If you don't support the podcast and you would like to, there's a link to wherever you're listening to this on any of the platforms or also if you're listening to it on YouTube, hopefully I can get it up on YouTube. I think I've missed a couple episodes, um, but there'll be a link in the description where you can support the podcast, just like a Patreon or something like that. You can support it if you like it. Um, for a dollar or five dollars or ten even if you don't like it and if you don't like it support it (laughs) because skylar doesn't have to sit next to onion lady when we fly um yeah and then also if even if you just clicked on this and listened we appreciate it it is supporting us and if you feel so inclined to share it either on your instagram stories which a lot of you guys do which makes us feel really cool um, or somewhere that's that's also helping us. The people that make the really pretty Instagram posts and so put, many. And put gifts it's on so it. It's so fun. I love it. It makes me feel so good. So, anyways, thank you guys, and we'll see you. See you guys next time. Next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>